Hey, 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 closet busters and bold move makers. It is time once again for Life Uncloset. So I want you to gather around because it is time once again to kick down those closet doors of your life. We're here to escape our BS, explore our fears, and elevate our self-expression. I'm your host, Rick Clemens. I'm the bold move expert and that coming out guy who's going to take you to the party, the pulpit, the wake, and back to the party of living your life uncloset. So come on along with me and grab hold of yourself and get ready to step out, step up, and step into facing your fears, making your bold moves, and living life without apologies. Now let's get to the show. All right, people, men, women, all of us in the LGBTQ community, it's time for some baseball, some masculinity, and going, really? How can this person be gay? Well, because there is no one way to do gay. There's all sorts of stuff. Oh, and another thing that you're probably going to raise some eyebrows on, and they like country music, and they actually perform country music. So set aside all your judgments, step into being open-hearted and seeing ourselves for the beautiful community that we are, the way we show up on the planet, because we all show up in different ways. I'm really excited to have this conversation with a new rising star in the country music space. He's been doing some country music for a while. He used to hit those baseballs all over the place. And that's why you're going to raise your eyebrows a few times. I'm going to ask you to just take those eyebrows down and really let this guy stand out in his own way. And that's actually the name of his duet, The Standouts. And he's recorded with somebody that's a pretty good, well-known name, too. I'm going to let him tell you who he did that with. But I'm so excited to have Brian Ruby here on Life Uncloseted, sharing his story, sharing his way, and how you can be even proud in baseball and country music no matter how you choose to go through this. So Brian, welcome, 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 man. How's it going? I'm good. You know, it's a, it's a, it's a good day to be alive and to be talking to somebody who's found his way into the path of, you know, being just yourself. Thanks for doing what you're doing, man. I know you got some good stuff going on. First of all, you got a, a, a new song that's out with, Somebody that most people will probably know if they're country. Well, even if they're not a country music fan, they should know. How much did you have to pay him? I'm just going to say like, man, you must have paid some dollars to like, I want this. No, I'm kidding. No, <laughs> no, I just <laughs> Who did you do it with. Yeah, it was a new single called The Standouts with uh, Ty Herndon, who's a friend of mine and somebody who I, this is a song that I originally did as a single, as a solo artist last mm-hmm. fall and and uh, then thought about, you know, how it was impacting people and some of the messages that I was getting. And I kind of had this idea to do a pride version and asked Ty to sing on it. And he liked the message of the song. And uh, again, don't be afraid to stand out from the crowd. And and he said yes. And we we released it back in June and it's doing well. That's awesome. And I love that you brought it out right in time for pride and that there is a, a twist in the new version and everything. And just, again, you showing yourself being yourself and then finding that ally in somebody in an industry where sometimes it's like, uh, let, wait, let's not talk about this. Let's just, yeah. Let's Ty's not- a real hero, like coming out in country music before it was cool or it was yeah. really accepted. And especially yeah. as a guy and yes. somebody who had success and, you know, there's that whole macho thing and, and really ties just living the best version of his life. Somebody who's had his ups and downs, but has come out on the other side and and is doing well. And um, 
really somebody who I look up to as as a somebody who has had success in the country music right. industry. And for me as a newer artist, just starting out, especially coming from baseball, like trying to figure out who my allies are, who are who are the people who I can trust, who are my friends, you know, in this world. And especially, you know, country music world isn't known for being super lgbtq friendly although it's probably better than baseball <laughs> but um i was gonna say which one's tougher i mean come on they're they're, they're both yeah. trying to in their own own way got some tough hills to climb there so. yeah they're definitely different but i i love what you're doing with this podcast and i love this this platform and and it's definitely a thing that i think is helping people so you know I'm, well it's I'm, one of those things honestly brian that i felt like if i can if I can bring lots of different stories and show people lots of different ways to be gay in the world, because mm -hmm. I don't think there's any one right way. I mean, yeah, <laughs> you know, I'm a guy, I'm a guy who came out at 36 and, uh, and not an uncommon story, but I, I came out earlier in life. And then actually I came out at 19 in Chattanooga, Tennessee. That's where I was going to school and told my parents and because wow. of some religious stuff and like, I wasn't ready. I really wasn't ready to be truthfully myself. Mm -hmm. um, I put it back in the closet and then suddenly, you know, 36 years old, I'm like, this is, I've got to be me. You know, I got to truly just stand up and be who I am. Yeah. So I've gotten shade from the community and I'm not bashing our community because I want everybody who's listening to know I love my community, but there's also this piece of just because somebody doesn't do it or show up in the way in the community that you think they should, doesn't mean they don't fit and it's okay not to fit. I am also a big proponent. Hey, if I don't fit for you, that's cool. I'd rather go find my people that I do fit for. But um, you know, I think you're kind of in that same space because there's so many, I would assume there's been so many assumptions about, well, you know, you play baseball. So, you know, you're done, man. Now that you're gay, it's like, yeah. Yeah. That's definitely something that I heard from a lot of my gay friends when I was coming out in baseball as a professional baseball player, they they said to me, okay, so you're you're done playing now, right? And I said, no. Why why should that be? You know, right. why does who I happen to date affect if I can hit a ninety five mile an hour fastball? They're two exactly. completely separate things. Mm -hmm. And and a lot of the time, I've I've felt too sort of like what you're saying, um, too straight for the gay world and too gay for the straight world. So yep. it, it's, but it is a common experience that, that I've heard a lot of gotten a lot of messages from other athletes. You know, we have this charity called proud to be in baseball. That is the thing that I didn't have as a kid, but I wish I could have seen yeah. uh, an organization that we set up purely to advocate and, and educate and support the next generation of LGBTQ people in baseball. And they say, if you can see it, you can be it. And I wish that I had been able to see other people like me in my sport as a kid. And yeah. a lot of the messages that we get from younger players are trying to reconcile these two things of who you are, who, you know, who you love and what you love to do in, in my case, play baseball or sing country songs. Is it possible? And I say, yeah, it's possible. It's 2023, you know, it's, it's, it's possible to, pick up your phone and call somebody on the other side of the world. You know, why, why shouldn't it be? Of course it's possible to, to be who you are and, and do what you love to do. And, and, uh, but it's certainly takes some work to get there. 
Right. Well, and I think each person has seen this. I mean, we've watched different celebrities and sports people come out of the closet and it's just, it's always been interesting to see who finally says, okay, this is who I'm going to be. Um, you know, because it's impossible to not be who you are. I yeah. mean, you can hide it. You can keep, you know, keeping it under the cover, so to speak. But, um, you know, when Carl Nassib came out from Tampa Bay, it was like, okay, he was actually still playing and everything, you know? Mm -hmm. And I even, uh, you know, I heard people going, well, he could have, he should have come out sooner. I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa. You, you don't get to do that either. There's yeah. always situations and reasons that people don't do it. And, you know, being a guy who was married to a woman for 13 years, people are like, you should have, you, you shouldn't have hurt her. I'm like, it wasn't intentional. Trust me. Yeah. It was a whole different world. And even now there's, we're starting to see like shades of where this could go. If everything starts to get rolled back, which I hope we as a community continue to stand strong and say, ah, we, we're not yeah. going back in. We're just not going back in. But as you've moved forward in, in both areas, whether it was with baseball and country music, is there ever been a sense of, oh, wow, maybe I should have just not done this? Did that ever cross your mind? Um, well, that was certainly something that crossed my mind as I was going through this, mm -hmm. as I was, you know, had done the interview with the reporter from USA Today. I was coming out publicly on the cover of the sports section in USA Today right. is a very public way to come out. Um, and it crossed my mind every day. Should I do this? Should I not do this? Back and forth. It's a lot of, a lot of mental energy. Yeah. You know, that could have been that I'm glad now that I've crossed over that bridge and can spend on more productive things, right. Versus having this internal battle in your head. Um, but I will say that, as a baseball player, I know timing is everything, right? You got to be able to, it's really hard to hit a ball moving at 93 miles an hour towards you. Timing is everything. And it's yep. the same thing with coming out. I came out, there's, I actually came out twice. Mm. Um, first time I came out was to my family and friends. So on a, on a personal private level in my little community, yep. you know, at home. And, and that was four years before I came out publicly. Mm -hmm. So I crossed over the bridge of, of most of the people that I knew in my personal life already knew, but I always had this very strange other factor in the fact that I was a professional baseball player. And, you know, I knew that if I came out, it was going to be for better Big or worse, thing. it was right. going to be, I was going to be the only active pro player who was out. And so that was going to ruffle some feathers. And so that's kind of why I waited till the timing was right for me when I was 25 in a relationship, still am, we're in a great relationship and love, you know, and, and met someone I really felt a strong sense of who, who I am and where I was at in my life. And, and, was really at a point in my career where I felt like, man, if younger players like me, you know, I, I felt so alone as a kid mm -hmm. and I just wanted to be the person that I couldn't see as a kid in my sport. Yeah. And, you know, when that, kid I think that's a key piece though, Brian, is that that strong sense of who you are and that it's, it's always something that kind of stirs up some feathers when I talk about it, but it's like, yeah we have layers of, as we come into that, 
Mm-hmm. I mean, there was a strong, I knew there was a stronger sense of who I was when I was 14 versus who I was at six and seven, yeah. but the sense kept growing. And then yes, when I got into college, there was much more of a stronger sense of who I was. And I'm not just talking about my sexuality either. It was a stronger sense of who I was as a person. Yeah. And then even when I did tell my parents at 19 and then kind of hid back in the closet for those other years, that whole time I was developing this sense of me. Yeah, I think this is a powerful piece by you creating the foundation and helping because there are many people, young and old alike. You know, I've got older clients who are just starting to figure this out. In fact, one of my clients Mm -hmm. said to me not long ago, he goes, because of this work that we've been doing together and my ability to see myself clearly, I finally know who I am. Yeah. And it wasn't about their sexuality. This was a completely different conversation. He said, I know who I am now as a leader in my company. Yeah. Because now I can see bits of myself I was holding back and not letting be there. And he goes, everybody used to think I was a complete jerk, you know, complete asshole in the workplace. And he's like, now they're like, who is this guy? Should we trust him? What's going on here? And he goes, not because suddenly I'm, you know, gay and everything is beautiful. But he goes, I starting to see people for who they are because I let myself see me for who I am. And now suddenly that new vision and perspective changes everything. Yeah. It's such a powerful thing. I think growing up, I always felt like there was something wrong with me. Yep. Right. And the first stage of coming out is coming out to yourself. Yeah. And, you know, before you, uh, I talked to a lot of younger players that speak in front of high schools and colleges and stuff. And, um, and different baseball teams and you know everybody always assumes you got to post about it on social media right away and it's not first you got to come out to yourself and the first skin that I had to shed was was realizing that there's really nothing wrong with me like I think especially on the ball field we're taught from an early age that based off of some of the the language that's used that that it's always used as an insult, right? To the worst possible thing to be yep. is is a fag, or mm-hmm. you know, that's always thrown around and associated with weakness, right? Yeah. And really, again, it doesn't have anything to do with whether or not you're good at baseball or not. No. Um, so, so the first part that I had to shed was, yeah, there's really nothing like wrong with me. It's people who have been. It was a maybe this is basic to say but um like one day I, I i just realized like okay a certain percentage of the population is in the lgbtq community always has mm-hmm. been always will be you know they're they're hieroglyphics from ancient egypt of yep. same-sex couples you know and long after we're dead and nobody knows who we are there will be <laughs> there will be people in the lgbtq community and i just some people have red hair. Some people in baseball throw left-handed. Like some people are gay. Some people are straight. And, I, and right. it was just that basic, basic thing. Okay, finally, I know. Okay, I'm in this group. I know for sure. Like, um, and and uh, that was <laughs> that was simple, but but like the stage one of mm-hmm. uh, coming out and learning to love who you are, and it's actually quite a positive thing because. Once you figure that out, it's like, okay, now I can fall in love. I can, Absolutely. 
I can live my life the way I want to live it in the way that's going to make me feel good. You know? Well, I think we tend to overcomplicate and, and justifiably so, but I'm going to, I think we overcomplicate our own coming out journey sometimes because yeah. we get so hung up on, okay, well, what's everybody going to think? I got to think about this. I got to do this. And suddenly the one thing we haven't done is we haven't accepted us. Right. We haven't stepped into who we are. Yeah, and it was, it was so, even though it was a really bad struggle for me when I made the decision to come out, mm-hmm. I was, I was, and those who've listened to the podcast have heard this story many times, so I'll shortcut it. But, you know, I had a 12 hour flight coming home from London into California and I had met a guy in London that kind of changed everything. And the thing that kept resounding in my own head was I'd been hooking up with guys. People know this story. And that was easy. Hooking up was easy. It's easy to just go have sex and like, boom, done, walk away, right? Like, okay, I got my rocks off. It's all good. The thing that switched was like, there wasn't any sex with this guy. And it was just a really deep connection. And I'm like, oh, so this is what it could really look like. And I remember as I was I was writing a lot of stuff down in a journal that I was doing as I flew home. And I remember feeling like this smile, even though it was a big tragedy about, but there was a smile of accepting myself like, oh, I can actually do this. without sex even being part of the equation yeah that was the first time i'm like okay so i'm good to love another man to feel i mean it was you know it was a it was a hot minute that one happened but then here we are you know 20 some (laughs) odd years later now here we go um but that piece was so critical for me brian that it set the tone for me to start asking myself the other bigger questions like okay but what else were you not willing to show up and be how else mm-hmm. were you missing out being in the world? Kind of like you, like the, you know, baseball, the country music, all this stuff. I realized I didn't want to be doing what I was doing it for my work. I wanted something different. And then a few years later, seven, eight years later, here we are. I, I switched from being in technology and hospitality and into personal development and podcasting, all this stuff. And I'm happy. I yeah. love what I get to do. I smile. I used to be told, you never smile. You never smile. I'm like, I, I couldn't smile because I was afraid of breaking the exterior. Like as if, as soon as I smiled, they're all like, oh, yep. See, look at that smile. He's a fact. You know, it's like, <laughs> no, that's not exactly true. But um, so yeah. what is something that you feel like that you've learned about yourself? And I know there's probably many things, but here you've, you know, you've made this move. You, you still are Mr. Like baseball, country music. You find yourself being who you are. What's something that you have uncovered about yourself that you're like, I never saw that thing coming? Yeah, I think for me, going back to what we talked about earlier and having my gay friends say, well, you're going to stop doing these things, right? And you're going to stop singing country music. You're going to stop playing baseball. And right. you're just doing those to 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 prove that, you know, um, you're straight right and it's like no it's those are what i so what i've learned is actually it's reinforced how much i love those two things i mm. i remember it goes back to when i was a kid and and um we're actually about to put out a song about this uh, when you're a kid throwing the ball around you know with your friends and and really finding a true love for the game playing baseball and and how enjoyable it's been for me to finish out my career out and proud and to keep playing and and to really reinforce and re uh, renew the 
pure passion for playing and the, the mm. act of, of, of playing ball and and uh, same thing with songs and and now I can now that I, I am out I can you know I love that style of music I love the authentic storytelling I can tell stories now that I'm out that are really true for my life my debut single left field the right. chorus goes be who you are that's the right. first line of the chorus. <laughs> yeah, I would not be able to say that authentically if I was hiding. Mm -hmm. And yeah. Um, yeah, it's 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 uh that's that's kind of what I've realized. Well, I think that's the thing too that I didn't have to well, there were certain things I did give up. I didn't have to. Yeah. But the things that I did give up once I was out of the closet were the things that I never really was. You know, yeah. the the pretending to be like interested in i mean i love to play around to golf you know but I, it didn't have to be like out every saturday playing golf with the guys right in mm -hmm. fact nowadays if i go play golf most of the time it's like hey <laughs> dial up some girlfriends hey you you want a guy on the team for the weekend you know yeah. come on i can i can dish it as good as all you ladies do you know but yeah. there's also this need like i didn't have to define myself by societal roles right you know i'm a guy who happens to like playing golf I'm yeah. a guy who loves going to musical theater. Yeah. Some people would be like, those two are so different. I'm like, not really. They're just things I enjoy. Right. Yeah. You know? So I think the, even within our own community, we put ourselves or others put us in boxes and go, really, what's the deal with this? Right. Yeah. So. yeah my, my boyfriend and I, <laughs> we, we, we've watched episodes of, of drag race and I'm, mm -hmm. And I, I laughed at myself because I'm probably the only person who can talk about drag queens and some super country band like Montgomery Gentry or, or you know, <laughs> go to a, watch Drag Race and then go watch Leonard Skinner the next night right. live right. on their right. last, last, last farewell tour that right. they're never actually ending. Right. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? It's, it's, right. uh, it's well, and that, but that's part of what makes you you. Yeah. You just live your life like it's it was cool because I got to pick and I felt like I got to pick and choose. I felt like I got a second chance mm -hmm. at mm -hmm. setting up the life that I wanted the way I wanted to. And I was smarter and had a lot more life experience than I had before. And I could really pick and choose and, and choose the things that I'd love to do for for based off of pure passion and why I wanted to enjoyment and, and why I was doing those things. Like you said, playing golf, I, yeah. you know, for you and, and um, instead of doing it because I felt like I had to reinforce some kind of masculinity, right. That I, I just do this because I want to show other macho guys that I'm a macho guy. You know, I could care less about that anymore. <laughs> I really really could truly care less about that even though it yeah. may i may um be perceived as a macho guy especially in the gay world i it's not something that i that i think about or right. care about anymore right you know i just do i just live the life live my life exactly the way i want to live it i interviewed brad schaefer dr brad schaefer not long ago and he he's the foot doctor that a lot of people knew from tlc and and we had a very similar conversation he's like yeah i'm just kind of a a bro who likes guys you know yeah. 
He goes, like, put me in a baseball field, you know, take me to the football games, you know. But then he he does he does all his Instagrams, like singing at the top of his lungs, you know, to everything under the sun. And he's like, and I and I'm just like a karaoke guy too. And I love the like I love singing the diva songs. It's like yeah. it's so interesting when you're like, this just is who I am. Yeah, you know, this is who I am. You know, it's more fun. It's also more fun to embrace different parts of you in different yeah. settings. You know, it's 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 more fun. It's and it's actually it helps with creativity as well. For me, as a as a guy whose job it is to write songs, you know, right. I I want to always be having new ideas and and you know I don't want to be in such a fixed mindset with right with everything and it's um, so I, I'm always looking for inspiration if if uh you know my one of my gay friends says come on let's go to this show you know we're we're going to Beyonce in Nashville in, uh -huh. um, and that that's not like a show that I would normally go to but they wanted to go and I, I'm sure we're going to have a great time like you know and it's it's opening yourself up to new experiences and I actually think that that's that'll be really valuable to help me and then I go back into my world in country music and I'll have new perspectives that if you stay within within what society tells you is is a very heteronormative mm. gender roles you, you can't experience this other stuff and or find enjoyment in it so yeah. That's well, and I think that's I, I think that's the key to anybody's life is finding joy in your life. And sometimes I feel like maybe that's why so many people don't embrace the LGBTQ community. Yeah. And I'm not saying I'm making a very generalized statement right now, but there's a, a joyfulness that we project out to being who we are. Mm -hmm. And uh, and an unabashed like I'm not gonna I mean of course I'm playing in my own branding here but unabashed being unapologetic like about yeah. this is who we want to be and so sometimes when that joyfulness shows up others that can't handle that like oh no this is the only way you do joyfulness or this is the only way you do happiness mm -hmm. and I've been thinking a lot about this lately just given all the rhetoric that's you know starting to surface more and more towards our community I'm like is it just that they don't like us to be happy? Are they just jealous that we can be happy being who we are? And I'm not saying that every day's, you know, rainbows and unicorns by any stretch of the imagination, but I can't help but sometimes think that, Brian, that we reflect out a peace, a happiness, a joy of just being us. And those who can't handle it, they're going to like, no, that that isn't the way you get to do this. You know, I don't get to do this, so you don't get to do this. And I've seen that play out in our own community over and over again too like oh no 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 you can't be that happy you know that's really interesting i <laughs> i think that's probably right on many levels mm -hmm. and that's a great point you just gotta i think about how unhappy i was mm -hmm. when i yep. was trying to keep all this in and i think about how how much how much more fun it is and how much more joy it brings. And it also brings, it also enables me to be better at what I do at my job, whether that's playing baseball or writing country songs, I can just, I no longer have to always second guess everything that I do 
right and and wonder does this make me sound too gay um, <laughs> somebody gonna figure me out is right i'm gonna lose my job you know now i can just just make Here it, it is this is I who I am. And, yeah. And, and put it out. And it's a really powerful thing too. Like when you say, and this is, this is the reason why I came out exactly the way I came out in baseball publicly. Um, because one, because I wanted to be the person I couldn't see as a younger athlete in mm -hmm. my sport. And I was aware that there weren't any other athletes out in baseball and the pros at that time. Um, and, and twos, I considered it more like inviting in versus coming out. Right. I, I scripted it and I worded it when I said it publicly in a way that was very intentional. This is who I am. You know, I love who I am. And this is just one more little thing about me. Just like, you know, Sky Brian Ruby likes to play baseball, mm -hmm. likes country music. He likes barbecue, you know. He's going to the Beyonce concert with his boyfriend coming up, like just random little facts, right? Yep. Um, and it happens to be gay, right? Mm -hmm. And it's I, lo I love that phrase. And I just happen to be gay. Yeah. And know? and I'm cool with that. And you know, I'm not really wasn't asking or pleading or begging the world for their acceptance. Right. It was a it was a take back your power moment. This is who I am. I'm proud of who I am. And, and, you know, if you got a problem with that, that's on you. That's not on me. And it's, and it took years and years of struggling and gaining confidence in who I am and, and struggling silently and, and really getting to a place where you truly like the, it goes, it all goes back to the name of our charity that we set up proud to be in baseball. We are literally mm -hmm. proud to be baseball players because yep. we work so hard and trained and practice so much, and we're proud that we can play baseball. We're also proud to be in the LGBTQ community, and those things right. aren't mutually exclusive in 2023. You know, right. it's it's a it's a take back your power moment, and to me, that's what coming out is. Mm -hmm. Totally, totally agree, hundred percent. And it, you know, it's interesting when we realize that's what we're doing. You know. Pride Month just finished up and, you know, there's a lot, there was a lot going on this year, Pride Month. There was a lot of controversies in so many different fronts. I don't even have to say it. Most of us know these things, but I kept sitting thinking, but the thing is, is we're not being quiet. We're right. not being quiet. This is like, it's almost like Stonewall in a different way right now. It's like, we, we are, we are not going to be any quieter now than they were then. Right. Because if we, if we get quiet, then they win. And it's not even about when I don't want to put it like, let's polarize these things. Like if we get quiet, there's never any room for conversation because suddenly yeah. the conversation's in. And I don't ever want to be to that space where the conversations can't be had. Is it easy to have the conversations sometimes? Oh, hell no. Yeah. Never easy. I know you've done a lot of advocacy work in your own little area and, and it's tough to be that, you know, person. And yeah, the rhetoric is definitely, you know, pile starting to pile up i've gotten more crazy emails than i've ever gotten before and silly stuff even within our own community there's a couple i've had recently but i'm like you know what stay the course just keep yeah. going because this is where we keep taking back our power the moment we do this yeah. in fact it was kind of funny getting ready to talk to you um you know 
I love gay men. They're just, there's, they're just so much, they just, they give you so much material to work with. Right. <laughs> and I was talking about you and with a, one of the guys that's in one of my groups and he's like, isn't he that baseball guy? And I'm like, yeah. He goes, yeah. he's the really sexy one with the long hair. I'm like, yeah. Oh, he goes, but he's also, he also, he also likes country music. I'm like, well, that's what we're talking about is his new song that just came out with Ty Herndon. And he's like, yeah, but what I really want to know, I'm like, oh, okay, tell me. I'm going to be thinking for questions, right? And he goes, well, does he have locker room fantasies now that he's out? I'm like, are you serious, man? I mean, come on. It's the first thing I'm like, there's so much more to this stuff, but it's so yeah. interesting because this is where people go. And I'm like, no, I want to, you know, that's a fun thing to think about, but I'm like, I want to know, like, yeah, who is he? Who does he see himself as now? Does he feel like he can own his power? Those yeah. are the things to me that are important because when we can share that sort of stuff, as you've done, Brian, with a younger person or even somebody who's in midlife doing this, like, no, pride and coming out, it's not just about being happy. It's about taking and owning your power. That's yeah. what it's about. Yeah. That's really what it's about. Yeah. And it is. And that's funny that it is like a classic gay guy question. Yeah. yeah your exactly. and, uh, and it's, you know, it's, I think when you're, when you grow up in, in an environment of um, when you're in the locker room every day, all day, and, you know, with a pack of dirty, smelly yep. animals, yep. you know, it's definitely, it loses its appeal. <laughs> yeah. I would love to talk, love to tell you about the new stuff we got coming. Yeah. Let's do that. Yeah. Let's do it real quick. We yeah. have to jump. Uh, so I'm doing a, New song coming out real soon. That's a cover of John Fogarty, Centerfield, iconic 1985 classic. And uh, it's it's up-tempo, it's rocking, you know, and, and talking about what we were talking about before, living the best version of your life. Um, you know, we're <laughs> we're hitting the ground running with our music. And, uh, you know, it was, it was awesome to do, to do the song with Ty, the standouts. Uh, back in in june and and you know now i'm trying to stand out in my own kind of way doing a little country rock thing and and uh, i know that we have we have a lot of young lgbtq people who are tuning in and and probably younger versions of myself who who are country music fans and yep um, i'm making the music that i want to make <laughs> and the music i wish i could have heard somebody like me singing mm. as a kid and That's somebody awesome, who's out and uh you know doing real real country country rock vibe and you know just wanted to say it was really cool to to hear your stories and to to be a small little part of of this coming out theme and, and cool. hopefully if there's anything people learn from from my episode is just that, you know, you can do whatever you want and, and be out. And, uh, that's a, that's a real beautiful thing that you've built with oh, this you, and, and inspiring to, to hear. I'm, I'm definitely, you know, it makes me want to dive in and, and check out some other people's journeys and how they've come out in their lives. Thank There's you. lots of them there. But you're part of the success too. And I so appreciate you taking time, Brian, to be with us and be part of this. 
good luck with everything coming down the pike. Let me know if you ever want to come back and talk some more about this stuff as the, everything continues to unfold and you keep making your headway in the world. I would love to chat with you more when the time is right. And anybody who's looking for him, everything's going to be on the website. You can reach out, you can see all the places you can find his music and how to follow him and all that good stuff. So thanks so much, man, for being part of my world and taking time to inspire and show other people how to live on the other side of the closet door. Awesome. Thank you. Hey, 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 Life Uncloseted family. Another episode of Life Uncloseted has come to an end and it is time for all of us to sashay away and go face our fears, make those bold moves and stand up to living our life without apology. But before you do, I've got a favor to ask of you. Would you hop over to iTunes or Spotify or Podbean or wherever it is that you're listening to this and just give us a little bit of love if you like what we're doing here at Life Uncloseted. Here's what it does. It helps other people find the show. It helps other people get to know what we're all about and you just might help change life. In fact, if you really want to change a life, We'd love it if you just ask a friend to take a listen and see what they think. So that's it. Love you all deeply. I'm Rick Clemens, the host of Life Uncloseted, and never stop stepping out, stepping up, and stepping in to living your life uncloseted.